Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Podcast. <clears throat> How's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing good. Uh, pretty tired, y'all. Work, working today. Uh, I have something that's <clears throat> never really happened to me before happened to me today at work, which was like, because usually my, my feet start like getting sore and hurting. Right after lunch around 12. But today, right after my first break at around 9.20, is when my feet started to bother me. And I had to deal with that like all day. So it was not very pleasant. But, you know, people, sometimes you got to work under those circumstances. So... I've been having headaches for like the past couple of days, like after I get out of work. So that's been another thing, but uh, all is good, people. All is good. All is good because God is good, y'all. Um, hope everything's good with y'all, uh, my listeners. I'm hoping you guys had a good week. Hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. And if you guys don't watch football, hope you guys enjoyed um the that um what do you call it the Super Bowl commercials but if you just don't watch the Super Bowl either then I'll say to you guys I hope I hope that you guys my listeners enjoyed either hockey pro wrestling Baseball or basketball. And when I say baseball, I mean like the off season, the crazy off season that is going on right now that we'll talk about a little later on. It's it's crazy, yo. I cannot believe <sighs> excuse me, the trade that went down last night before I went to bed. I got the notification. And yeah, it's crazy. Um not only that, but um there's a, yeah, like, the wife, me and the wife were, uh, like, I watched her shows with her, like, she got me on 90 Day Fiance, and it's funny, like, because I, like, actually get into it, and in the beginning, I was like, I'm not gonna watch this, I'm gonna go play video games, or I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and then now it's like, uh, I'm like, what, what, why is she doing that, she's so annoying, or whatever, so... It's funny when you can just do those type of things. So, um, yeah, it's it's exciting, you know. It's exciting when you can sue your partner because, you know, I got to give it to my wife. She watches all these pro wrestling or other sports with me. And I, de- I have to take my time out of the day and just be like, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll watch this with you. Just because that's the type of husband I am, y'all. And that's the type of husband a woman needs. A woman doesn't need a man that's going to be watching sports or his shows all day. And then, like, when she wants to see something with him, he totally, totally ignores the fact. So, yeah. Yeah. And I might be having... A special guest, maybe this week, I'm hoping. So, I'm waiting to hear from him. 
Um, but we'll see. Um, it's looking like it's it could be a, a good a good thing going. Um, and I'm hoping I get this person on the podcast. It'll be very exciting for for the both of us. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the deal, y'all. And I I seen the the Fast Nine trailer. Um, so spoiler alert, just in case for some of y'all fans that were like, "Oh man, I didn't see it yet. Why did he spoil it for me?" At the end of the video, you guys are gonna see it anyways. So who cares? All I gotta say is this is what I'm gonna say, y'all. John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother. That's crazy. One. Number two. Han is back, ladies and gentlemen. What? I can't wait. I can't wait. Just imagine. I was telling my coworker uh, yesterday. I was telling my coworker yesterday, I was telling him, just imagine, right? They're doing all these crazy things in Fast 9. Just imagine, ladies and gentlemen, what they will be doing for Fast 10 when that rolls around. It's going to be crazy. And uh, I can't wait to experience it with you guys. I'm actually later on, probably this year, I have... A review on the movies of this year. But for now, it's just, you know, doing my sports. Um, trying to get people on the podcast and stuff, you know. I try to, to get as many people as I can on on my podcast. Because, um, you know... You could make the argument, I don't have people famous on there. But that's not the point of this podcast. This podcast is to have people that have influenced not only my life, but they can influence yours or they can they can make you see things differently or they're just a very inspirational. Alright. They don't you don't have to be famous to be inspirational, ladies and gentlemen. So if I do get this next guest on, it's gonna be it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And <clears throat> I can't wait. Because I, I do believe I will have this person on. Um, we've been talking for the past couple of days. And uh, I just need that confirmation from him. And uh, I'll get him on the podcast. And um, it will be like a solo interview. It won't be like an interview them um, talk about wrestling or the other sports. No. It's just going to be an interview between me and him. <clears throat> So look out for that. Um, and most likely it might be in um Spanish. So for my Spanish listeners, um, I think you guys will enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah, guys, it's uh, it's fun. It'll be fun. Um, but let's uh let's move on. Let's talk about um the National Hockey League. There's no re- really no big news right now, so I'm just gonna go straight to the scores. All right. All right. Um, right now, the Rangers are beating the Maple Leafs three to one at the end of the first. The Blackhawks and the Bruins are tied at zero in period one. Um, tomorrow, 
We got the Devils versus the Flyers at 7. Ducks versus the Canadians at 7. Kings versus Icelanders at 7. Penguins versus versus Lightning at 7. Uh, Red Wings versus Subrays at 7. Golden Knights versus Panthers at 7. Avalanche versus Senators at 7.30. Canucks versus Wild at 8 o'clock. Jets versus Blues at 8 o'clock. Predators versus Flames at 9. Hurricanes versus Coyotes at 9. And the Sharks versus the Oilers at 9.30. All right, <clears throat> Friday, uh, got the Red Wings versus the Blue Jackets at 7. Ducks versus Maple Leafs at 7. Um, Subrays versus Rangers at 7. Wild versus the Stars at 8.30. All right, Saturday, you got the Senators versus the Jets at 2 o'clock. Um, Coyotes versus the Bruins at 3. Avalanche versus the Blue Jackets at 7 o'clock. Flyers versus the Capitals at 7 o'clock. Icelanders versus the Lightning at 7 o'clock. Kings versus the Devils at 7 o'clock. Predators versus the Oilers at 7 o'clock. Maple Leafs versus the Canadians at 7 o'clock. Penguins versus the Panthers at 7 o'clock. Stars versus the Blues at 8 o'clock. Hurricanes versus Golden Knights at 10 o'clock. And Flames versus the Canucks at 10 o'clock. Sunday, we got the Bruins versus the Red Wings at 12.30. Um, Ducks versus Sudbury's at 3 o'clock. Kings versus Rangers at 6 o'clock. Blackhawks versus Jets at 7 o'clock. In the Avalanche versus the Wild at 7.30. All right, Monday, Panthers versus the Flyers at 7 o'clock. Coyotes versus Canadians at 7 o'clock. Icelanders versus Capitals at 7 o'clock. Lightning versus Blue Jackets at 7.30. Predators versus Canucks at 10 o'clock. Flames versus Sharks at 10.30. All right, then we go on to Tuesday. Um, Red Wings versus Sabres at 7 o'clock. Lightning versus Penguins at 7 o'clock. Flyers versus Icelanders at 7 o'clock. Panthers versus Devils at 7 o'clock. Coyotes versus Maple Leafs at 7 o'clock. Um, Golden Knights versus Wild at 8 o'clock. Rangers versus Jets at 8 o'clock. Hurricanes versus Stars at 8.30 Blackhawks versus Oilers at 9 o'clock. Senators versus Avalanche at 9 o'clock. And Blues versus the Ducks at 10 o'clock. All right. Then we go to Wednesday. Um, Canadians versus Bruins at 7.30. Flames versus Kings at 10 o'clock. And Blackhawks versus the Canucks at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That is a week of schedule, ladies and gentlemen. Like I told you, I do my best to uh, to bring you all the news, the scores, the schedules. I uh, I try try my best, you know. Um, but yeah, well, we'll see what happens in the National Hockey League. But um, we have news in Major League Baseball, ladies and gentlemen.
All right. Um. Yeah, big trade last night. Um, the Angels acquire off off uh, outfielder. I almost said offensive coordinator. <laughs> Thinking about football still. Outfielder Jock Peter Peterson from the Dodgers. Sources say. Um. Well, the Cubs are talking Chris Bryant blockbuster blockbuster trade. We'll see if that happens. Um, and the Red Sox agreed to trade Mookie Betts and David Price to the Dodgers, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that is right. The Red Sox have stunk it up again by trading their MVP player Mookie Betts and David Price to the Los Angeles Dodgers. And Pete Rose uses Astro Saga to ask for reinstatement. Pete Rose asks that Major League Baseball to reinstate him, citing Astro's cheating scandal. And I have no problem with it. This man should be not only reinstated, but he should be in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Definitely agree with it. How Alyssa Nakin earned her way to history on Giants staff on becoming the first Major League Baseball coach, a woman's coach at that. Um, I'm about to read to find out what type of coach she is, actually, because I don't know what type of coach she is, yo. Um, we'll see. Um, Alyssa Nakin. I hope I said her name right. Um, yeah, it just says first female coach in MLB history. Um, well, see, maybe one day she'll be a uh, general manager of of the Giants. We'll see. Um. But yeah, people. Moving on. Um, Chris Bryant. Um, no, I was talking about his trade. The Phillies and Nationals are showing interest in him. Um, I think the Phillies would definitely benefit from him. Could you could you imagine Chris Bryant with the Philadelphia Phillies? Chris Bryant and Bryce Harper. But then again, if the Nationals were to bring Chris Bryan in that who says the Nationals don't go back to the World Series <clears throat> we gotta think now these National National League teams they're trying to um elevate their status higher cause now uh the Dodgers are like clear run, f- front runners for uh, the World Series um but uh we'll see Um, we'll see. Um, I've always been a fan of Chris Bryant, though. I don't, I don't get what's going on with the Cubs. I, I think you got to keep them together. You got to keep Rizzo. You got to keep Chris Bryant. You got to keep Javi Baez. You got to keep all them boys together if you want to keep on building what you got there. There's a reason you guys won the championship not so long ago. <clears throat> so you know, I think, I think this is a. Yeah, you definitely got to keep them. 
I don't think I, I wouldn't trade him. Um, <sighs> excuse me. Uh, Mookie Betts is a Dodger in 2020, but what about in 2021? All right, Mookie Betts is a free agent. Um, the following year, and who knows where he'll go. Um, I know he's young, so I don't get why the Red Sox traded him, but alright. He's definitely a a great player. Um, he'll probably be looking for like a Brace Harper, Manny Machado type of deal. Um, especially since he was MVP, so that's <laughs> And they won the world. He won. He won the World Series with the Red Sox as well. So he's a champ, y'all. There ain't no doubt about that. Um, but they got rankings for Mookie's. Uh, they got landing spots for uh, Mookie Betts in uh, 2021, and here they are. You got at number 30, you got the Rays. Number 29, Pirates. 28, Marlins. 27, Orioles. 26th, the Indians, 25th, the Brewers, 24th, the Royals, 23, the Tigers, 22, the Mets, 21, the Mariners, 20, the Rockies, 19, the Reds, 18, the A's, 17, Padres, 16, Cardinals, 15, Twins, 14, Red Sox. Um, I don't... I think the Red Sox, I'll put him at last because I don't know. Even if the Red Sox were to offer him a big deal contract, he's, he's, I doubt he, he signs with them just from the simple fact of how they traded him away. There's no way, no way that's happened. You got Cubs at 13, Nationals at 12. Diamondbacks at 11. Yankees at 10. Um, I definitely agree with this. Um, I I could see the Yankees. I could actually see the Yankees being like a top three. One, because Betts can show the Red Sox. This is what you get for um, trading me and now... Now I'm a free agent. I sign with the Yankees. I'm gonna make you guys pay one, two. He can play outfielder. Brett Gardner doesn't have a lot of time left. I don't know if he can play that side of the field, but we'll find out in the future. And not only that, but Mookie Betts, when he came up in the league, he came up as a second baseman, and DJ LeMatthew will be a free agent after this season. Now you think I won't take? Mookie Betts over DJ LeMatthew, then you got another thing coming. I definitely take him. Um, but then at number nine you got the Angels, number eight Astros, seven White Sox, Philly six, Blue Jays fifth, Rangers four, Giants three, um, Braves two, and the Dodgers one. I could see him, but I could definitely see him resigning with the Dodgers. Unless it's something that kind of same similar to what happened when uh, Machado signed with uh no yeah when Machado got traded to the Dodgers 
Like, it could be a failed experiment, which I doubt. Because like I told you, Mookie Betts, he's a ball player, y'all. He, he's going he, to do what he has to do. Um, and I, I definitely believe that um, if he doesn't go to a team where he knows he can get revenge on on the Red Sox, maybe like to the Yankees, the Rays, Orioles, Blue Jays type. Um, then I say stay with the Dodgers. Why go anywhere, anywhere else? Um, I'm looking at his thing right now. He's 27 years old. That's it. He's only 27 years old, and he's a right fielder. He is a right fielder, ladies and gentlemen. All right? Now, just in, just in case, for the foreseeable future, let me see what Brett Gardner is. Brett Gardner is 36 years old. Okay, he's a left fielder. Okay. All right. So that means Aaron Judge would be a right fielder. But then you could, but you can make either Stanton, Hicks, or Judge play the left. The sorry, the right, right, the left field, and then have bets in the right. I think at least me. I think Judge Judge can play anything. Just just the type of player uh, Aaron Judge is. His height, his speed, it helps out so. But um, we'll we'll see in the foreseeable future, y'all. As of right now, I'm just worried about uh seeing how Garrett Cole does. If Aaron Judge can say stay healthy throughout the season and bring home an MVP title and uh help us win a championship. Um, so yeah, that's that's the goal. That's the goal, y'all. I. I'm not worried about I'm really not worried about anything else. Um yeah, so um we'll see. But uh well we got more important things going on and that is the NBA. You got the NBA season, you got the NBA trade deadline coming up, y'all. That's right, the NBA trade deadline is uh is coming up. And um, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about this because, you know, this every time um, the tread deadline comes up, it's something that everybody is like, you're waiting for that one trade to be like, oh, MG. All right. Um, last night it was a baseball, but it was in the tread deadline. Sorry. Um, this year in basketball, it could be maybe a Kyle Kuzma. Um, even though we did have a trade last night with Clint Capella and Robert Covington. We'll get into soon. Um, but the trade day deadline is Thursday tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. It used to be later in February. Um... But the NBA decided, no, it's going to be moved up because we don't want that overshadowing the All-Star weekend or or a trade occurring during the game. So, which which is smart. 
it's I like I like it. Um but uh we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um there's rumors that maybe uh the end of Russell could get traded. Um but there's teams like the Celtics, the Sixers, Clippers, the Lakers, the Nets. They're going to be looking to trade because they want to. Um, they definitely want to um, do something. They want to make some moves. They want to make a run when it comes for the NBA playoffs. Like uh, Kyle Kuzma might get traded. Um uh, the Heat, the Raptors, the Thunder, and the Blazers, they're going to be looking to trade. Uh, the Timberwolves traded Robert Covington. Like I said, we'll talk about that. Um, Yeah, Derrick Rose might get traded. But this is who actually might get traded. Um, You got Drew Holiday. The biggest names right, are Drew Holiday. Um, it looks like Denver, Miami, or in the front for him. The Angelo Russell, but it looks like the Warriors want to wait until the summer to deal with his situation unless a last second offer um, changes their mind. Um, Chris Paul, it could, but. Something could happen, but um, most likely not. Um, Kevin Love, who knows what's going to happen with Cleveland. Um, Andre Drummond. Um, Andre Drummond, he probably will finish the season with Detroit, but... um, who knows? He might go to Atlanta. We'll see. Then you got uh, guys like uh, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Dennis Schroeder, Derrick Rose. Um, shooting guards, you got nobody really that's, that's out there. But then the small forwards, you got Gallinari, Marcus Morris, Justice Winslow. Moe Harkless, Andre Iguodala, Drake, Jay Crowder, Andrew Wiggins. I can see that happening. Andrew Wiggins for D'Angelo Russell. That that could happen. And then we look at power forwards. You got Marquise Morris, Cal Kuzma. Um, yeah. And then centers, you got Monstro Hero, uh, Stephen Adams, Marcus Cousins. I definitely, if I was the Lakers, I get rid of Cousins. <clears throat> um, Hassan Whiteside is one of the centers that might get traded as well. So, yeah, nothing really has happened so far. Now, will something? I can see something happening. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all if something happens. All right, but um, let's talk about that trade. 
that happened. It was like, I believe it was like a 12-player trade. So, um, but like I said, people are going all crazy, but we still got to, until tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I think by the time I go to sleep, there'll be another trade. It could be a, the littlest trade ever, but there's going to be another trade. Um, But on Tuesday night, last night, yeah. Um, the Houston Rockets, Minnesota Timberwolves, Atlanta Hawks, and Denver Nuggets reportedly agreed to a blockbuster trade, sending Robert Covington to Houston and Clint Capella to Atlanta. Now the rest of the NBA has a day and change to respond, and unfortunately, there's still plenty of talent to go around. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But the I I think D'Angelo Russell's a very good fit for Minnesota to be honest. I can't yeah, him on the Warriors really didn't sit with me well, but who who am I to you know to to like you know to get involved. So uh but yeah. There's teams that are um calling the Lakers about um, Alex Caruso. I don't see the Lakers doing that. Um, cause Alex Caruso so far at the end of last season and so far this season has been balling. So, but I definitely think Clint Capello would be a huge help for the, uh, Atlanta Hawks. You know, you got the young brother, uh, Trey Young. So he'll definitely help him out, but we'll see. Um, you got a couple games tonight for the NBA. You got the, the Suns versus the Pistons. Pistons are winning 89-86 at the end of the third quarter. At halftime, the Pacers are beating the Raptors 63-48. to At halftime, the Boston Celtics are beating the Orlando Magics 57-56. to At halftime, the Brooklyn Nets are beating the Golden State Warriors 68-47. to in the second quarter, the Oklahoma City Thunder are beating the Cleveland Cavaliers 41-33. In the second quarter, the Atlanta Hawks are beating the Minnesota Timberwolves 43-28. Um, in the first quarter, the Mavericks are beating the Grizzlies 11-4. At 9 o'clock p.m., we have the Denver Nuggets going up against the Utah Jazz. And at 10 o'clock, we have the Miami Heat going up against the, the L.A. Clippers. All right. Then tomorrow, we got the Orlando Magic going up against the New York Knicks. Tomorrow at 7.30. Then at tom um, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, we have the Sixers going up against the Bucks. Then tom tomorrow at 8 o'clock, you got the Pelicans going up against the Chicago Bulls. At 10 o'clock, you got the San Antonio Spurs. Going up against the Portland Trailblazers. Then at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, you got the Houston Rockets going up against the L.A. Lakers. All right. Um, then we go to Friday. You got the, the Memphis Grizzlies going up against the Philadelphia 76ers at 7 o'clock. At 7 o'clock, you got the Mavericks going up against the Wizards. You got the, the Hawks going up against the Celtics at 7.30. 
8 o'clock, you got the Raptors going up against the Pacers. At 8 o'clock, you got the Detroit Pistons going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. At 9 o'clock, you got the Houston Rockets going up against the Phoenix Suns. At 10 o'clock, you got the Miami Heat going up against Sacramento Kings. And at 10.30, you got the Portland Trail Blazers going up against the Utah Jazz. All right. Saturday, you got the Milwaukee Bucks going up against the Orlando Magic. That's 5 o'clock. At 7 o'clock, you got the, the Knicks going up against the Pistons. At 7 o'clock, you got the Mavericks going up against the Hornets. At 7.30, you got the Pelicans going up against the Pacers. At 7.30, you got the Nets going up against the Raptors. At 8 o'clock, you got the Clippers going up against the Timberwolves. And at 8.30, you got the Lakers going up against the Warriors. At 9 o'clock, you got the Nuggets versus the Suns. Then at 10 o'clock, you got the Spurs going up against the Kings. All right, Sunday, you got the Boston Celtics going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder at 3.30. You got the Bulls going up against the 76ers at 6 o'clock. You got the Grizzlies going up against the Wizards at 6 o'clock. You got the Knicks going up against the Hawks at 6 o'clock. Jazz going up against the Rockets at 7 o'clock. Heat versus the Trailblazers at 9 o'clock. And Clippers and the Cavaliers at 7.30. All right. Then we got we go to Monday. <clears throat> we got the Nets going up against the Pacers at 7 o'clock. The Hawks going up against the Magic at 7 o'clock. The Hornets going up against the Pistons at 7 o'clock. The Timberwolves going up against the Raptors at 7.30. Kings versus the Bucks at 8 o'clock. Jazz versus the Mavericks at 8.30. Spurs versus the Nuggets at 9 o'clock. Heat versus the Warriors at 10.30. And the Phoenix Suns are going up against the LA Lakers at 10.30. Tuesday, you got the Clippers going up against the War. Uh, sorry, Clippers going up against the 76ers at 7 o'clock. Bulls going up against the Wizards at 7 o'clock. Spurs going up against the Thunder at 8 o'clock. Celtics going up against the Rockets at 9.30. And Trailblazers going up against the Pelicans at 8 o'clock. All right. That is uh, Tuesday. Then we go to Wednesday. We got the Pistons going up against the Magics at 7 o'clock. Hawks versus the Cavaliers at 7 o'clock. Raptors going up, going up against the Nets at 7.30. You got the Wizards going up against the Knicks at 7.30. Bucks going up against the Pacers at 7.30. Trailblazers going up against the Grizzlies at 8 o'clock. Hornets versus the Timberwolves at 8 o'clock. Kings versus the Mavericks at 8.30, sorry. Warriors going up against the Suns at 9 o'clock. <clears throat> um, Heat versus the Jazz at 9 o'clock. And the Lakers versus the Nuggets at 10 o'clock. That is uh, the NBA score, the news. And now we'll move on to the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, like I was telling my co-worker today, I could focus more on pro wrestling and the NBA season. And then once the and obviously in uh the hockey season. But then once uh baseball rolls around again, I can focus on that. But I'll be mostly focusing on the road to WrestleMania and basketball season. Um yeah, people. 
it's a very, very, very exciting time right now. So, uh, but, um, we'll, hey, we'll see what happens, you know? Oh, ladies, gen- ladies and gentlemen, I got breaking news, y'all. I got breaking news. I told y'all a trade would happen, and that that ex- that is exactly what just happened, ladies and gentlemen. I am glad to announce. Um, this is presented by Woj, right? Um. <clears throat> Memphis has agreed to a deal to send Andre Iguodala to the Miami Heat. League source tells ESPN Iguodala agreed to a two trade and has agreed on a two-year, thirty million extension with the Miami Heat. It's, uh, that's great. Memphis, uh, yeah, <clears throat> Memphis didn't want him. Um, he's going to a championship-caliber team, the Miami Heat, right now with Jimmy Butler and them young brothers. They bowling right now, man, and they they really are. I'm, I'm happy for um for Andre Iguodala. Really am, really happy for Iggy. That's uh that's dope. That's dope. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so this is the last time you'll probably hear this in a while, but we had the Super Bowl. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The my pick, the Kansas City Chiefs. Defeated the San Francisco 49ers 31 to 20 in the Super Bowl. Uh, it wasn't, we finally found out that Patrick Mahomes is human, y'all. We finally found out that he is human. Ward wants to resign with the 49ers, but only if he can play safety. Um, <clears throat> now, ladies and gentlemen. With everything going on, right? With everything going on, um, this is what I have to say. I want to say congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. On winning the Super Bowl, congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers because it is not easy to get to the Super Bowl. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, now with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I love the Super Bowl. I love the Super Bowl, but before I get into all that, I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, that um, I'll probably have Hosean Perez probably come on the show um, sometime in April, and um, we'll give our own mock draft. We'll definitely do that. Um, but before I can get into the Super Bowl, here are uh, the top 10 teams with the most salary cap space heading into the 2020 season. Um, number one is the Miami Dolphins. Number two is the Indianapolis Colts. Number three is the Buffalo Bills. Number four is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Number five is the Dallas Cowboys. Number six is the Denver Broncos. Number seven are the New York Giants, New York football giants. Um, Number eight is the Houston Texans. 
Number nine are the Las Vegas Raiders. And number 10 is the uh, Arizona Cardinals. All right. Those are top 10 teams. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, um, let me make sure I don't have to get into anything else deep, deep in. Before I talk about all overall Super Bowl, let me uh, bring the stat lines to you guys. All right. We look at 49ers. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Um, he, he, Jimmy G, he had, he had a pretty, uh, solid night. He went 20 for 31, 219 yards, one pass touchdown, two pass interceptions. One of those interceptions came to finally seal the game. Um, then you have Raheem most monster. Uh, he had 12 carries, 58 yards, one rushing touchdown. Debo Samuel, three carries, 53 yards. Tevin Coleman, five carries, 28 yards. Jimmy G had two carries, two yards. Um, receiving, Bourne had two receptions, 42 yards. Debo Samuel, five receptions, 39 yards. Uh, Kyle, I'm not going to say his name, three receptions, 39 yards, and one receiving touchdown. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, three receptions, 38 yards. George Kittle, four receptions, 36 yards. Jeffrey Wilson, one reception, 20 yards. Tevin Coleman, one reception, three yards. Raheem Mostert, one reception for two yards. All right. And defensively, um, sack-wise, Tart had a sack. Buckner had uh, a sack and a half. Bosa had a sack. Um, Mitchell had half a sack. Um and then interception wise, uh Fred Warner had an interception and so did uh Tavarius Moore. Alright, so the the Niners defense, they got they got after uh they definitely got after Patrick Mahone boy. Cause that's my Mahone boy. Um but overall Jimmy G he started off pretty solid, but he finished off terrible. Alright. Now what I don't get from the 49ers, um a play calling. Um, start with Shanahan, both of them, because his father was influencing influencing him and helping him along the way on the road to the Super Bowl. Um, throughout the playoffs, throughout the season, you've been run, 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 run. That's been that's been your identity, that's been your routine. And uh in this circumstance, in this case, you only you only ran it. First of all, Moser, you run it to him, you give the ball to him only for 12 carries. But he runs it for 58 yards and a touchdown. That is impressive as hell. But that doesn't mean that. Sorry for the cursing. I'm trying not trying not to curse. But this pisses me off. You give it to the man. Only 12 carries. And then D.B.O. Samuel only has 3 carries. But he has 53 yards. Tevin Coleman only 5 carries. And Jimmy G runs it for 2 for 2 yards. So that means overall you had. Let me do the math. 34, 17. 22 carries and Jimmy G passes it for 31 times. 31 times, sorry. He was 20 for 31. He was he had a quarterback rating of three to end the second half. Are you serious? 219 yards, one pass touchdown, two pass interceptions. That is unacceptable, especially not only from your quarterback, but from the play calling. Because if you see your quarterback can't get it done, what do you do? You give it to your running backs, which and in this circumstance, in this case, it looked like Mozart and Debo Samuel were running 
running running uh Kansas City's uh run defense rough shot, especially Debo Samuel. He had a hell of a game. He had three carries for 53 yards, and then catching had five carries for 39 yards. And I don't get it. You got to get George Kittle more involved, one of the best tight ends in the game right now, and you do not get him involved? Are you serious? Are you serious, ladies and gentlemen? Now let's talk about my, my homeboy. How did the Kansas City Chiefs run more than the San Francisco 49ers? But can you can you imagine imagine the circumstance before I continue? Just imagine what uh Richard Sherman's thinking, right? He probably has gotten all over the Seahawks the past couple years. Like, yeah, y'all should have ran the ball, y'all should have ran the ball. But him not knowing that the San Francisco 49ers will put be put in that position again. Probably hurt some more. It probably hurt some more. And, uh, I mean, hopefully, hopefully things get figured out very, very soon because, uh, it's not looking too good. It, it really ain't. It ain't looking too good right now for, uh, for any of the, anybody on that team, especially the coaches. But, uh, Let's look at Patrick Mahomes the second. He went from he went uh twenty six for forty two, two hundred eighty six pass yards, two pass touchdowns, two pass interceptions. Like I said, if we finally seen a human Patrick Mahomes boy, but it looked like Mahomes he was just uh the pressure was getting to him defensive wise. He never faced a defense like this, and he uh it was the first time in the Super Bowl, so uh. But I think um, he held his own, and he's got his team to win. But then you look at Damian Williams, 17 carries, 104 rushing yards, 6.1 average, and one rushing touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, he had nine carries, 29 yards, and one rush touchdown. Travis Kelsey had one carry for two yards. McCall Hardman had one carry for negative six. And Darwin Thompson had one carry for no yards. Um and then we look at Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had nine care uh sorry, nine receptions for 105 yards, no touchdowns. Sammy Watkins had five receptions for 98 yards and no touchdowns. Travis Kelsey had six receptions, 43 yards, and one receiving touchdown. And you might say, All right, but uh Kansas City really didn't get him get Kelsey involved. All right, but look at Tyreek Hill and look at Sammy Watkins numbers. They both went over 200 yards, um, not both individually, but but together. Um, and then you look at Travis Kelsey, only six receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown, but he got a touchdown. Damian Williams, four receptions, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Blake Bell had one reception, nine yards, no touchdown. McCall Hardman had one reception, two yards, no touchdowns. And Darwin Thompson had no receptions for no yards. And no touchdowns. Uh, defense, uh, Breland had an interception. And so did Kendall Fuller. Um, Sack-wise, Frank Clark sacked uh, Jimmy G. Um, and that was their only sack of the night, yo. Sadly. Um, but, um, yeah, this was... In the, begin- in, the, the most, in 70% of the game, it was all San Fran. 
Um, they had a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, but then uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs took over and uh, finished winning the Super Bowl 31-20. And to cap it all off with the Damian Williams outstanding run. Like, really? <sighs> Man, I mean, the, guys, you, you, you can't... Ma- <clears throat> Sorry. You can't make this stuff up. You you really can't, yo. You can't you can't make this stuff up. When I sit down with you guys and I am talking to you guys about stuff like this, about the NFL, about about the schedule, the the scores and all this, the news, the rumors, the trade reports and all this, the draft mocks. I guys, I can't I can't make this up. I can't. And people are like, oh, uh, watch uh, when Niners make it to the Super Bowl again. I can't say that right now. I really can't. And I might get backlash for it, but I don't care. I cannot say that the San Francisco 49ers will be in the Super Bowl next year because they have not shown that. I To me, they just got lucky. There was a lot of off teams, a lot of injuries. And, yeah, the uh, there's things that need to be fixed in that organization, especially coaching-wise. Maybe have a different play caller and just have Shanahan be the head coach. You don't have to be everything. And that's where a lot of people get messed up. You do not, ladies and gentlemen, you do not have to do everything. Like, people, it's not that hard. Like, come on. Like, and that's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that people think, oh, yeah, I have to do everything. I got to carry the team. No, no, you don't. You want to carry the team. That's the problem. And you know what? I'm I'm happy my pick one because for a second there, I didn't, I I nearly just pooped my pants. Cause I'm like, my I never seen my home play like this. I've never been in this situation where the Kansas City Chiefs are limited on offense, which we found out that they weren't because they scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. So, which was a big thing because. When I tell ya, when I tell ya that I was scared for my life, I was scared. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm happy. And Damian Williams really didn't have a, uh, like a, a huge, a huge season, not a huge postseason, but a 38 yard touchdown run. Just it opened the game up for him. So, you know, and, uh, yeah. Now, before, before, uh, we end this, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. One specific thing. I'm a Puerto Rican male. My woman, my woman, my wife is a Puerto Rican female. So, ladies and gentlemen, that means my son is 100% Puerto Rican. Yes, he's American. So are we. We're American. Um, we live in the United States. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, 
you guys are so mad about J-Lo and Shakira performing at the halftime show, and then they bring out, well, J-Lo brings out um, her, her daughter, um, what else happened? Uh, Bad Bunny came out. Jay Bowlesman came out. Um, and you guys are really mad. And you know what? I don't. I don't get it. The only thing I can say that like. I was like, what is, what's going on? Was when Shakira stuck her tongue out multiple times at the camera. You know? But people, some of the stuff that these women did at the halftime show were actually, if you guys did not know, they were very inspirational. But you, I guess you guys are too blind to see that. And, you know, I, I don't like the negativity that's coming from, from all this. Because, like I said, I'm a Puerto Rican man. But I was born in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen. I was born in the United States. I'm, I'm as American as you are. We just eat different food. We just talk different. But right now, I'm talking perfect English. And you guys are so negative towards these two women and two other men that they came out to do the, do the halftime show with them because they were talking Spanish. And you guys are upset. And guess what? Stay upset. Because you know what? That is that, No, that's so unacceptable. That you guys have to stoop so low to put these women down. Not only put these women down, you guys are putting us down as um, Puerto Ricans. Like if we don't live in the United States with you guys. Like if we don't breathe the same air that you breathe. And it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. It's embarrassing. And it's very disrespectful. You know, not only, not only was J-Lo holding up the Puerto Rican flag, the United States was up there too. Now, to here, I, I shared some stuff on social media and here it is. I want you guys to repeat after me. The flag in the Super Bowl is the Puerto Rico flag. Puerto Rico is part of the USA. Since 1898, Puerto Ricans are American U.S. citizens since 1917. Again, after me. The flag in the Super Bowl is the Puerto Rico flag. Puerto Rico is part of the USA since 1898. Puerto Ricans are American U.S. citizens since 1917. 
So that means go back and learn your history, ladies and gentlemen. Because it makes me sick. It makes me sick that you guys still can't get over the fact that you guys aren't the only people living in the United States. It's it's very embarrassing. It's disgraceful. And we have to move on. We ha- we have to as men and women we have to move on from living in the past. Someone is darker than somebody else. Who cares? Who cares, people? Really? We don't talk English. Who cares? We eat arroz habichuela y um bacalao or um. You see, you guys got me all messed up now. I cannot remember it right now. Oh, Benin? Who cares? You guys, you guys eat uh, pastrami or whatever it's called? And we just, uh, well, we eat Spanish. We eat what we like. We eat what we were created to eat, which would be white rice, dark rice, Spanish rice, Spanish rice regardless. We put adobo on the chicken. You guys just put water. <laughs> you see? Y'all don't like it, do you? Imagine how we feel when we get disrespected the way you guys disrespect us. Now, I don't want to have to do this again because I'm not this type of person. I'm the, Right now, I'm trying to get good with the Lord. I'm a pentecost. I am raised. I've been raised in the Pentecostal, and I look forward to raising my son in the Pentecostal. I pray to God this is the last time I have to do this, because this world is better than this, and I'm better than this. I should have never, should have never stooped down to this level, but sometimes you have to send the message. Now the. So here um here's another thing that happened. Jano and Mark Anthony's daughter, when she did her performance, I really didn't catch it at first till somebody brought it up. Some of the kids were in cages, but it means like hundreds of kids at our borders. She's saying, born in the USA, let's get loud as in we have a voice. And you guys are being disrespectful. Not only to the Latino community, to all communities, to the immigrants, to the people in here. Because that little, that little girl, she's just Expressing what she feels, what she sees, just like her mother, just like her father, just like Shakira, just like Bad Bunny, J Balvin, all them people, they did that with from the bottom of their of their heart. Why? Because we are acknowledging that we are part of the United States. We all are one. We don't need to be divided. 
there's no diversity no more. Yeah, we might be different colors, but at the, at the at the end of the day, we all have one heart, the same heart, same size. Yours might be darker, but mine's. Ladies and gentlemen, your heart might be darker. Yours might be more colder. Mine's, mine's might be warmer. And mine's might be filled of, of gratefulness. But guess what? At the end of the day, we still have, we're still human. At the end of the day, God made us all equal. So how about we start treating ourselves as equal people? Stop, stop putting walls between us just because we're different color. We all don't think alike. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to walk in the path of God and uh I might not um see things that I used to as I did in when I was in the world, but that doesn't mean we can we can't sit down. Um that doesn't mean we can't sit down and and just you know, have a good conversation, have a meal, and uh, enjoy each other's company. At the end of the day, that's all it's about. It's about being having each other's company. At the end of the day, it's about being a family because that's what Jesus Christ would want. That's what everybody else would want. And I don't. I don't see why we can't have that, but very soon we will have that. I believe, I believe my God is able to do all that. And, uh, you should believe that yours will too. All right. Um, sorry for getting so emotional guys. This is, it's an emotional topic for me. That's why I really don't, I really don't try to get into all, all that, but, um, I kind of had to, um, I apologize. And, uh, if I hurt anybody's feelings, like I said, you can email me. You can um, um, inbox me on Facebook, DM me, uh, tweet tweet at me, or just email me at markcolon55 at gmail.com. You want to have a civil conversation, we'll have it. But for I'm, I'm not doing back and forth, y'all. I just want to get this off my chest. I've been hearing a lot of things, seeing a lot of things, and it's it's... I didn't know that the world was this divided and uh there's still a lot of work to do and that's why I have there's people like me and there's people like you if we just come together we can make a change in this world for the better all right um I'll see you guys Friday or Saturday night in a another day another week of doing what I love I'll see you guys I will talk about why Goldberg um showed up to SmackDown. What's he doing? Um we'll talk about uh the Charlotte Flair accept Rhea Ripley's challenge. Guys, we'll talk about so much. And you know, at the end of the day, I just thank you guys for listening to the Mark Cologne Podcast. It's been real. It's been great. And I will see you guys very soon. This is husband, father, and podcaster. The Mark Cologne.